for today, we're going to look at 1 Timothy 4.12. And it says this. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young. But set an example for the believers in speech and conduct and love and faith and purity. Sometimes, if you're reading this, young people are often put down for what they do. Their voices are never heard. A lot of times, it's our young people that are the key to the future. But they feel inadequate. Or sometimes they feel adults may not be listening to them when it comes to situations out of their control. There has been a lot of crazy happening among our youth. Some of it is bullying others. Some of it is suicide. Just recently, it was closing of a high school where the students walked out. Peace for protesting. Maybe it's substance abuse. Maybe it's alcoholism. Maybe it's a dysfunctional family. And the young people have to live through that. They have no outlet to turn to. They don't know where to go. And so they find strength and hope in another situation. They turn to violence. They turn to the wrong crowd. Maybe they join gangs. Maybe it's vandalism. Maybe it's threats or cyberbullying. This goes on. Maybe they're looking for attention, but we don't see it. We as adults don't see this stuff. We hear of young people who are taking their lives. We hear young people who are being shot for no reason. And there's little details about it. But someone knows something. Someone knows what's happening. And sometimes it's our children who see and witness the events. But they're not con- taking into consideration. Sometimes it's the parents who are distracted by other people in the household that they forget to look into it. They just forget that sometimes we just really, really just need to think about how we can make a difference in the life of a child. Sometimes adults treat the youth and treat them differently from their own peers because of who they are. But you have to stop and think. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young. But set an example for the believers in speech and conduct and love, faith and purity. If you are somebody, a young person who goes to church, maybe you need to become a friend to somebody or start your own group. Movements, stand up to bullying. A lot of resources out there that young people do. And this is a perfect example just recently, there was a third grader at my work. This third grader is someone who I would consider an instigator or someone that likes to act, act out. But what he did was he told his classmates, the people we were sitting with one day, that we should not act out. We should be good today. And in return... The whole entire class was following his example. And sometimes it's the kids that cause the most problems are the ones that we need to look at and see why they're causing issues. He, he's always doing something extra. But in that moment, he told his classmates, we stop doing this 
we stopped acting up, then maybe we'd get rewarded. And so in return, I gave the whole entire class pride points. And they earned pride points for being persistent, for being respectful, for being init- showing initiative, by being dependable, and showing efficiency. And there are times where us adults rarely come down on young people. And we want nothing to do with them. And this happens a lot with our own dysfunctional families. It could be that you have a child, maybe you have a son or daughter, or a granddaughter, grandson, niece, or nephew you're raising, and you're with in with them. Maybe you need to reach out and find somebody to help you out so that child will know there's a village looking after them. Reach out to the people in your village, your community. Just like people are saying, you see something, you say something. But just because you see something, not everyone say something. Sometimes when you see something and you say something, the word gets out. You yourself are a target and everyone comes after you. And maybe you're the individual who they ultimately want to do violence on. Maybe you're the reason why there's issues. Sometimes these children are innocent. They're bystanders. They're in the crossfire. We still don't know the details of this 11-year-old who was shot in South Bend. We don't know what happened. But somebody knows something. It sounds like there might be witnesses. See something, say something. Nobody knows. The only people who do know are the witnesses and this 11-year-old, who we're not going to know anything about. And it's not just shootings. There are very smart, gifted individuals who are taking their own lives because they're telling their adults. They are telling people. They're seeing, but they're not listening. And this just happened last year. A trivial in Elkhart took home life because she was bullying. She told people, but did they listen? It didn't seem like they listened. The people that probably listened most were probably her parents and her closest friends. What happens if you tell people they don't listen to you? You can only handle so much as a young person. <clears throat> There's a lot in this verse. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young. Just because you are young does not mean you are not capable of doing something. You could be a real young child making difference in else's life and really stand out. But sometimes we as adults need to be showing our love and appreciation for our young people before another statistic, before it's too late. And yes, there are times where youth, they're not going to talk to you. You may not be the personal parent that you want to talk to. Maybe they're talking to their teacher. Maybe they're talking to the counselor and the social worker, and they're connecting you to them. Some stuff a kid tells you, you have the report. Perhaps maybe a child's being abused. It is National Child Abuse Month as well. And it's sad to say that some of our children are victims of abuse. They don't have that voice. No one's advocating for them. But sometimes a young person will be the advocate for their friends and their family. It takes one to make a difference. Oh, we have a lot going on in one verse. Yes, I'm chiming in that one verse because it's about our youth and you are young. And so... Either way, our young people, the 12-year-olds, 
they're probably in that 30 year, the 12 year olds to that 30 year olds. That's a tough group. They're finding themselves. They're trying to figure out who they are. You have LGBTQIA in that group. You have people that are their peers. They're trying to fit in. They go middle school, they work high school. They're finding their careers, they're going to college. Some of them are having children. And sometimes it's a uh, older person or a significant other boyfriend, girlfriend who draws that person in and tells them, you're beautiful, I love you. If you love me, you're going to do this. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for believers in speech and conduct and love and faith and purity. Do not, verse 14 said, do not neglect your gift, which was given to you through prophecy when the body of elders laid their hands on you. Be diligent in these matters. Give, your, give yourself wholly to them so that everyone may see your progress. Watch your life and doctrine closely, preserving them, because if you do, you will save both yourself and your hearers. Young people. If you are a young person and you happen to be listening in, which I don't know, I have no clue how old anybody is that's listening to the podcast. If you are a young person, you are doing incredible things in life. Don't let anyone tell you you are inadequate. Remember how smart you are and you are a gift of God. You can do anything you put your mind to. We just need to know. You have to understand how important you are to this world. If you are a young person or you are a young adult or anybody that is going through something dramatic, reach out to somebody and get the help that you need. I've t- talked about soon suicide prevention hotlines several times. There was so many resources out there. If you get a chance, call the Milford Positivity Kids at 1-574-832-4965. And they update every week with some positive stuff for you. They give you a joke. So you can be their friend. That's a good way to start. Maybe you need to dive into the word more find the key verse but find help whatever age you are does not matter what age you are if you are struggling any type of area get the help that you need it could be as simple as admitting you're wrong believing yourself the first step is to find somebody to confide in maybe you need to go to an AA meeting and AAA meeting I call anonymous maybe you need to go to teen Al-Anon and grief counseling Ryan the place Lesbos in house those are just some that I know about but Everywhere, there's places for help. The suicide prevention hotline. I can't emphasize how important it is to young people. Do not let anyone look down on you because you are young. But set example for believers in speech and conduct and love and faith and in purity. One verse captures a lot. There has been a lot of violence this week with young people. A lot of craziness this week with young people. It's a lot. We have so much happening. That there are times where I could go on and on about talking about young people. But in reality is, if you are a parent or a sibling, a mentor, grandparents, aunt, uncle, raising a child, let them know how valuable they are. Let them know 
who they are in Christ. If you're somebody that is a Jesus follower, if you're not a Jesus follower, make good choices in life. Make yourself known and embrace who you are. No matter what your sexuality is, you are a child of God. A lot of people may not see our LGBTQIA people as important people, but they do. They make differences in lives to everybody. We may not see it. We may overlook them. But they're not, they're not the only people in this world that we should be targeting. We should all love and embrace everybody. Yes, that is a struggle depending on what the crime is. But a lot of times, the children who are coming out to us, all LGBTQIA, are the ones who are struggling and parents are not accepting them for who they are. Those are the people that love them most. So they find other people who accept them for who they are. And all they want is someone to love them. Can you be a loving individual and embrace everyone around you? Do you need to take a step back and revive your life? Young people, if you are a young person who's listening in or you are an adult who knows a young person, it's important that you get to know how valuable they are in Christ. I leave you at 1 Corinthians 4, 12, one more time. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young. But set an example for the believers in speech and conduct and love and faith and in purity. Take care. And on today, remember you are brave, you are strong, you are courageous. You can accomplish anything you put your mind to and be the best version of yourself. Love and embrace yourself.
they're, they're unfortunately getting too good at this. Uh, and, uh, you know, they're solving homicide cases at an 80% rate, uh, which is well above the national average. So we do want to uh, reiterate that justice must be delivered through the legal system and certainly don't want folks to take justice into their own hands. But so our police are doing their job in a moment. You'll hear from our, our group violence intervention team uh, and they're going out and they're offering a, a simple message that uh, instead of taking a path of violence and, and a, a dark path, uh, take the path of opportunity and hope here in this community and get off of these violent paths. And so they deliver that message directly uh, to folks who are driving much of the violence here in our community. Uh, but obviously, we've got to do more, and we need the community to come on board and make sure kids are, we know where, what our kids are doing, who they're hanging out with. Uh, guns are, of course, uh, the readily accessibility of guns is, is a big problem, where, where uh, you know, maybe uh, uh, something could, could not end in, in such a tragedy, or certainly not end in a fatality. And so uh, there are a lot of pieces here, and uh, we got to continue to work together to, uh, to get a change uh, on our violent path here. With that, I think, uh, who's up next, Lynn? Yeah, I'm Michael Winston, the GBI director, director of the Save Our Rich Team through Goodwill Industries. And uh, listen, I'll go a little off script, guys. This is a tragedy. And it's tough, so when I speak, I'm speaking to the voices, to the individuals who often go unheard, to the people who are really affected by this situation and the ones who can do something about it, okay? And it's a rallying cry to please come together, man, because it doesn't work. We sit around these tables, we come up with these strategies, we come up with these ideas, but we need the necessary people, the parties that can affect change on that level. We need you to be present, okay? I'm seeing people that are going live on Facebook and I'm hearing the message and I hear the passion, I hear the words and I know that you're about it for real. So please reach out to us. If not us, reach out to me, the Save Outreach team. Go on our Facebook page, man. Reach out. Please come be a part of it. Let's sit down because this is crazy. There's no honor in an 11-year-old getting killed. Okay? Whatever transpired, whatever the situation was, we have to do something. We have to be able to activate and engage our own community. We can't wait for somebody else to come save us. Because now our youth are being picked off one by one, man. And if our youth are gone, then what future do we have? What are we working for? What are we living for? So, I am, um, please, hopefully my words don't fall on deaf ears. And I look for, this is a call to action for my community. And I mean it. So I know I'll hear from someone. I know it's not falling on deaf ears. Good morning. My name is Gladys Muhammad, and I've been real active in South Bend, Indiana, in this community for years. This is it. <laughs> I've been active in the community for years and years, and it seems like we've been fighting guns for years, for years, and it, it is time for it to stop. I read a poem one day and it said, somewhere a mother watches the door with hopeful eyes. She paces the floor, hoping that her son will come through that door soon. And there's a lot of mothers out there 
They can't sleep at night because they're worried about their sons and daughters out in the community being shot. And my message is for some of you young people out there who think that a gun is going to solve the problems and the challenges that face you every day as a young black person in America. And this is not just here in South Bend, Indiana. It's all over this country. And we got to get it together. The people fight about gun control. And then we fight with the people that want to shoot. And then our kids want to shoot. And the NRA got rifles. We sick of this stuff. And somewhere here, we have got to find some solutions to all this gun stuff. Every day, we can't watch the TV without somebody getting shot. We as Americans, as people in this whole country, and in our community especially, we got to come to some understanding of how we got to stop these kids from being shot and from shooting each other. As Lynn or one of them said earlier, the police is involved, the youth is involved in this community, and the preachers, we all got to stop it. It's not one person's job to stop it. These are our kids, and they're dying, and they're shooting each other, and we got to figure out a way how to stop it. We, we, a community, we got to come together and stop it. I'm sick of it. I'm a mother, and I know how mothers feel, and I know how they stay up at night. Scared their kids not going to come home, and, and many of them don't come home because they out there shooting, and sometimes you know they shooting, and you scatter your own kids. So you need to get it together. And thank you for listening. And we as a community got to get it together. Thank you. Today, there are a group of social workers and teachers who are dealing with friends and family members of a student who's never coming home again. And he's in middle school. And his friends don't understand. He's never coming home again. And so first, our hearts are with the families, our hearts are with the friends, but this sixth grader isn't coming home. That was jarring message to receive last night. We are doubled down on keeping our schools safe and secure. We're providing the needs that students have today, but we stand together in solidarity. One, we're grateful for our SROs. Thank you to Police Chief Raskowski. Thank you to the mayor. Thank you to Lynn Coleman. We stand together to ensure that we don't lose another student and another middle schooler. But the message today is clear. He's not coming home. We need to understand that unwanted violence, gun violence, impacts our entire community. And today we have to explain to sixth graders that their friend's not coming home. And we're going to do whatever we can with the mayor and the police chief and our SROs to put it into that. Thank you very, very much to all of you that made comments. Again, this is not to solve the problem, but we have to at least acknowledge that there is a problem. And we can't expect one person, one group, to fix the problem. This is something that we all have to do together. And we do it by making sure that we set the stage. Our kids will do what they see, what they've been exposed to, 
what they watch every day. And if we're not giving them anything positive, if we're not showing them the right way, what do we expect? And so we all have some responsibility at making sure that we live by example, not only in community, but at home, in our neighborhoods, everywhere. We have to live by example. And if we don't do it, and do it on a regular basis, we're going to continue to see these kind of events happen. Look at the people here. To me, this is a clear indication that folks here care about what's going on in our community. But now we have to put it in action. If you know something, if you hear something, if you see something, you got to tell somebody. We can't sit around and wait. And then after it happens, I knew that was going to happen uh, two weeks ago. I seen that little boy with a gun two weeks ago. Well, hell, who'd you tell? That little girl was on Facebook uh, with a gun two weeks ago. Who did you say something to? We've got some responsibility to make sure that we do our part. And it doesn't matter who's doing it. Wrong is wrong, regardless of where it comes from. And until we begin to acknowledge that and make sure that we do our part, we can be held responsible for some of this mess going on. Dr. Cummings said the young man won't come home today. But the ripple effect of that goes on and on and on. And there's an awful lot of people that's connected to that young man and his family or might not even know him who will be hurting for a long time. People, we got to fix this. Thank you all for joining us today, for being here. But this is not the end of it. This is just the start. We, together, and all of you represent different parts of this community in different places. We got work to do. And so I ask when we leave here today that we get out and start trying to get the work done so that we don't have to assemble like this here. It's tough. Watch an 11-year-old kid lose your life over senselessness. And oftentimes, things that can be prevented. It's on us now. We owe him. We owe him. Thank you for joining us. Have a great day. News media, thank you all for being here. Thanks for helping us get this message out. God bless you, and have a good day. Before we leave, is there a minister that would like to come to the mic and offer a prayer before we leave, please? Could everybody join hands?
This is an important, important moment for our community to know that we're not just here for the cameras. We're not here to make speeches. It's not about that. It is about a change happening in our community. It's about a family who has lost a loved one. And it's about our community saying, individuals who are going to use guns to do violence in our city, let the law handle the lawless. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come today and we ask that you would first of all look on this family who their life has been turned upside down. We don't know the answers, but we ask God that we will look to you for strength this time, for the family, for this neighborhood, for this community. And we ask God that whoever is responsible will be found and brought to justice quickly. And we ask that all of these individuals who care about our community, this is a moment to lay aside differences and say, let's work on a solution together. We ask God right now that you would look over our city. And that you will help us and that you will allow peace. We don't want a summer of violence. So we want to stop it now. We want to put prayer in the atmosphere to stop it now. And we just ask that you will continue to, to lift this city up and lift all of those that are affected and all of the people in this neighborhood. We ask that you would wrap them in your arms and keep them. Amen. Thank you. Thank you very much. Just yesterday, 4.20, another young person was shot, an 11-year-old boy in South Bend, Indiana. Now, the details are very vague about what has led up to this event. It is said that there's approximately 10 to 20 shots heard. Sometimes they're just bystanders. Sometimes there's times where maybe this kid particularly, we don't know the details, Maybe he wanted in his life. Maybe there was a struggle. Maybe he was defending somebody. The details are very unknown at this time, but it's another 11 year old that lost his life due to violence with gunshot. Whenever there is a, a young person that loses their life to gunfire, it really brings us down. You know, this 11 year old had all several years to live. He had a good life ahead of him. Like I said, the details are very vague. We don't know what led up to it. What any witnesses? We hope that it was not someone who wanted to take his own life and shot himself. I'm hoping it's not somebody that was innocent in the crossfire of this. But sometimes it's accidents that happen. Sometimes parents or adults will leave guns open and they're not locked up and the kid gets hold of it and it's loaded. They take their life and someone else's. Although we don't know the situation, there will be more details coming out about this. But for now, it's an 11-year-old that lost his life due to gun violence of any sort. And the blame game starts to get, who do we blame? Most people will say it's the parent's fault or the grandparent or whoever was in charge's fault. Sometimes, maybe he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. 
Maybe he was a target. Maybe it was baby mama, baby daddy drama. The list goes on. But why? Why is it that 11-year-olds, we cannot keep our, our children safe, our youth safe? And once again, I work in the elementary school, Belfort Community Schools, and every time there is a violence, a shooting of any sort, any grade of kids, or any age of kids, it really brings me down. We don't know the, the outcome of this kid's life. We know he passed away. I don't know what he was going through. I just hope that he was not, it was an accident. He was not an innocent bystander, bystander. That he was not someone that wanted to take his own life. The details are very vague. But working in the school system, I am behind the scenes. I work in food service. And so I re- interact with these kids for about 25 minutes seven lunches a day, so I don't get a chance to really figure it out. But I always say the time, you get to know my kids. You get to know the kids in the cafeteria. I get to know who they are, the struggles they're going through. Maybe they want to laugh. If If they don't want to talk, let them be. Listen to the children. They are the future. But it's really, we have to sit here and have another conversation about the life of an 11-year-old lost his life now there was other instances throughout the week where young people were shot because people are afraid but the real stranger danger is someone knocking you door in the first instance is you can react you have school shootings all the young people are getting hurt and so eventually the situation comes out and it comes out what's happened and we, we start feeling sorry for the parents. The parents will be the ones who get the blame for this. If, in fact, it was accident shooting. But there's accidental. But there's no details. We don't know yet until the press release comes out or someone says something. But this is 11-year-old we're talking about who had a bright future ahead of him. I may not know this 11-year-old. I don't know his situations. But it's 11-year-old. No youth. Anytime a situation involves a youth, it is hurtful. It is devastating. Because now we have to plan for another. There has to be another family has to plan for and mourn a funeral for an 11-year-old who has his or her life ahead of him. Some instances, their young people are taking their lives. But in this case, the deeds are very vague until they release a press conference. Nobody knows. There's a lot that happens when a young person takes home life. Or they take on life too soon, or sometimes they are the people that love them most are the ones that hurt them. We hope that it was an accident. And so that if it was an accident, this 11 year old, the parents, whoever lives with him, will take the blame. They will be the ones who would get a crossfire. But if it turns this 11 year old and they find clues that he didn't want to live anymore, that's tough. We got to do better as a society to make sure our young people don't lose their lives to gun violence. Whatever sort that is. If he was an innocent bystander, that should not be the case. Innocent people should not be the crossfire between A and B and C because you want to cause pain for somebody else. Sometimes it's a breakup that people are losing their minds over. 
this case, since the, these are so vague, until they did press release, what can you say? A lovely one was shot. That's all. A lovely one was shot. A fifth grader, probably. Fourth or fifth grade. The school year's almost over. A lot of young people are losing their life innocently these days. Some of them are just accidents. Some of them are racial issues. Now, mind you, I could sit here forever and talk about this Lemuel being shot. But that would take a whole day and a half. Working with the children in the cafeteria, being behind the scenes. I may be the only person that that kid sees a day, that sees throughout the day that they trust. But that's not the case. You don't know how impact you have on a child's life until they remember you and say, did you go here? We, we have to do better in making protecting our youth. Now, until they release the details of this Lebanon being shot, we don't know what happened. Nobody knows. But if there was a witness, if the witnesses are going to speak up. A lot of times, the witnesses, they do not speak up. The witnesses, they do not speak up, so you don't know. And so that's not a problem. It is difficult hearing another 11-year-old child with this child, if he was struggling, he's in no pain no more. His memory can still be kept alive. We pray for prayers. People say prayers work, but do prayers really work? We just need to put this family in our thoughts and pray that another young person is not in their life or take their life. Or is another innocent bystander. Our kids are the key to the future. Take care. I wish I could teach the world to sing, write some music and have them tripping off the joy I bring. She, I wish.
wish that we can hold hands. Listen instead of this unless it's from a grown man. And I wish the families that lack, but got love, get some sacks, brand new shot in the lack, that's on dubs. And I wish we could keep achieving wonders. See the vision of the world through the eyes of Stevie Wonder. You feel me? And I hope all the kids eat. And don't nobody in my family see six feet. You did. I hope the mother stands strong. You can make it whether you win them or your man's gone. And I wish I could give every Sally some commissary and a popo ring that he don't know peace like they did on Kelly. And I wish that D.O.C. could scream again. And bullets could reverse and pock and Vicky breathe again. She, then one day they could speak again. I wish that we only saw good news every time we look at CNN. I wish we could never get the blues. Wish I could bring back the people that died at 82. I wish that we could walk the path, stay doing the right thing. Hustle hard so the kids maintain the building. No, I'm hopeful. Yes, I am. Hopeful for today, take this music and use it, let it take you away, and be hopeful, hopeful, and he'll make a way, I know it ain't easy, but that's okay, cause we hopeful. Wish wasn't so apocalyptic, I try to spread my message to the world the best way that I can give it, we can make it always be optimistic, if you don't listen, gotta live my life the best way that I can live it, I pray for justice when we go to court, wish it was all good, so the country never even went to war, Please and I hope we find a better way to cop the keys and I wish everybody would just stop and breathe and ask why are we fulfilling these albums and these prophecies? You can be wrong if it's you down with the faith of a mustard seed, you can move mountains and only the heavenly father can ease the hurt. Just let it go and keep praying on your knees. Yes, I am hopeful for today. Take this music and use it, let it take you Positivity, encouragement from finding joy called hope. Hope is powerful. Hope sees opportunities, even in challenges. Hope fills the soul, even when it feels empty. Hope spreads kindness, even when we feel so far apart. Hope creates momentum. Hope fuels change. Fight for hope. It matters. And these are original words by Rachel Marie Martin. You can find more positive encouragement from her at FindingJoy.net or following her on Facebook at Finding Joy. Take care. Looking for some positivity for the day? Here is something just for you. Once again, coming from Finding Joy, your day. Your day doesn't have to be perfect. To have meeting, showing up matters, giving matters, trying matters, loving matters, being there matters, perfection doesn't matter, you matter. And these are original words by Rachel Marie Martin. 
You can find more information about her at findingjoy.net or you can chime in on her Facebook page, Finding Joy. And these are also found in her book, The Brave Art of Motherhood. Take care and have a wonderful day. Here at 6 o'clock, students at Clay High School stand by walking out of the school. This is all in protest of the South Bend Community School Board's decision to close the building. WSBT 22's Anne Lurie's at the live desk in hand. The teens say they wanted to get the attention of the school board and administrators. The students say they want to show people still care about keeping the doors open at Clay High School. Today, students held signs and chanted, Save Our School. Cars driving by honked in support. The high schoolers told us it's been a somber week for students and staff. Some sad they'll be split up from their friends, others feeling frustrated. They say it's just not practical for them to travel across town for school. With the decision coming down just three days ago, many freshmen and sophomores say they have no idea where they'll end up after Clay closes in the summer of 2024. A lot of students, they feel like this is a home to them, and they can really be themselves and enjoy the environment. We really want to, we really want to know the school board and Dr. Cummings to know that we care about our school and we would like another chance. The district responding this afternoon, acknowledging the protest as peaceful in a statement that reads, quote, the South Bend Community School Corporation respects the voices of all students and stakeholders. In the days and weeks ahead, our district will continue to facilitate conversations with students, staff, and families surrounding the coming transition for Clay High School. The group Save Clay has been working to find alternatives to keep the school open, with members of it attending this week's school board meeting and holding their their own earlier in the month. It's now in the process of exploring legal action to keep the school open. At the Live Desk Gallery, WSPT 22 News. Good day. There has been a recent decision, once again, for this time in Southland Community Schools to close Clay High School. So the kids at Clay High School walked out of school yesterday, which had been 420, for a peaceful protest in reaction to the school board closing their school. Now, some of the comments say that they just did this to get out of class, but they do have a right to walk out and protest if they are against something. Clay has been known to be a rough school, but doesn't all schools have rough students? There's always good students in each school, but we fail to realize the potential that we can have to make a difference in the life of a child, especially teenagers. Now, they do have a right to protest and walk out if they chose to do so. There's been people who just put down a whole school and say we need to close the school down because they don't meet the standards that the state says or they have a high truancy rate. They're not on the path to graduate. Now, there could be a lot of factors that contribute to the closing of clay. But sometimes the school board, school board elects, don't think about, they don't put in consideration all the details that go into closing the school. They help. They have all these community meetings and such, but they don't think about it. Not every kid has a way to get clear across town. And then they're not just closing high school. There's another school that's being closed too, and other schools are getting transformed to pre-K through 8th grade or kindergarten through 8th grade. 
and all of these situations arise where we have to figure out what's the best interest for the students. But at the same time, are their voices really being heard? There's a lot that's happening with the school system in the last few years. There's a lot of declining rates happening at all the schools, not just here in Indiana. But when it comes to sitting close to school, what are they gaining? A lot of times they close because they have a declining rate of attendance or their growth has declined because people are moving, families are moving out of the district to go to a better school. But then what happens when they go to another school, then you get more chaos. The atmosphere changes. And so they were, they have a right to protest the walk-up school board decisions, whether or not we agree. You can't just say the kids wanted to get out of class. They have a purpose. And so would it say that any time there's a walkout or get something that we're going to say we're going to get out of class? I remember there was a walkout last year with the middle school. And they were taking a stand against bullying. But was that okay? That's a different situation than closing the school. And so when young people are taking stands and they're walking out during school hours, and they're getting support from the bystanders, then we are doing something good for the community. Whether or not you see it that way, sometimes there are protests, walkouts are not so peaceful. These kids did what they thought they needed to do. They want to make their voices heard. Some of them are will not graduate from Clay. They're going to have to go to Clay one more year, then go to a whole new school. And so some people are not going to change. We also really got to look at both sides. What was the closing factor for them to come to decide to close Clay, but also repurpose and close other elementary schools in the same process? You're still going to lose people, regardless. Sometimes the teachers are worn out because the kids are not acting right. Teachers are quitting because of the students. But sometimes they're quitting because they don't have the support of the staff. They don't have the support of the school board who should be supporting them. And so there was a talk about, in one of the articles I read about the high school, that teachers quitted because of the students, because how the behavior was. But you cannot sit there and say that's the reason they quit. Because a lot of factors. You could be a wonderful teacher and only put up with so much. You can only handle so much as a teacher. And you can only go by what people say. Unless you actually physically go to Clay, you're not going to know what's happening in the school system. All schools struggle. It's important for us adults to realize all schools struggle. All schools do struggle. We also need to take into consideration the thoughts of the students and how they feel about the situation. Yes, they were in school. They did walk out, but it was peaceful. They have feelings, too about going to a new school. Some of them, maybe maybe they cannot get clear across town. They don't have transportation to get there. What if there's no busing available for that district? What if they have to walk 10, 5 miles to a new school? They don't know. Friends again split up. Teachers again split up. There's a lot at state when you're closing a high school, closing any school. So while the school board made a decision to close a high school, you have to put in consideration the reaction of the students and the community together. Why hold community meetings if you know you're going to close a school? 
while we're talking about Clay High School, this has happened in another neighboring district. Elkhart did the same thing. They had all these meetings and everything to repurpose elementary school. They ended up closing it, even though they knew. They kept saying they're doing best interest for students, but they were not. They were trying. It was a money issue. So there's a lot that goes in consideration. And so you, once one school does stuff, every other school goes through this. There is a referendum coming up in May for Mishawaka. There are many schools. So there's a lot of assets going on with these schools. But to close a high school and for them students to have their peaceful walkout, there's nothing wrong with them expressing their feelings, whether or not we agree. Just because it is deemed a bad school does not mean all whatever percentage of them kids are bad. Every school has a percentage of kids that are really good. They're trying their hardest. So yes, they do have a right to walk out, whether you like it or not. Sometimes we need to stop and think, why are we doing what we're doing? Why is the education system so frustrating to many? But this is an example. Pretty soon, these high schools Pretty soon, there's only going to be one high school in all the districts. You're going to have to combine high schools. But not everyone can be, not everyone is considered in this situation. We look at the, we look at the academics of the school. We look at the student decline. You look at the violence that's in the schools or all the craziness happens. But we don't take the time to think about the kids that benefit from going to the school that are that don't have the means to go to another school. Maybe they have to walk further, like one of the students said. But you can sit there and say that these kids were for wrong for walking out during school, but they have that right. They have that right to make their voices heard, no matter what their age is. Now, you, you, you don't have to support them walking out, but as somebody that works in the school system, we're going to support them walking out. We should support them because they have feelings. Let's think about the kids of the future before we make dramatic decisions. But sometimes the decisions that we have to make are the hardest. But the ones who hurt the most are the students. Take care. Are you into spring markets? Here is another spring market just for you. You can head out to spring market on Bittersweet on May 13th from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. And that will be located at 51160 Bittersweet Road in Granger, Indiana. And this event will be hosted by Riverfront Trading Post. Be sure to head out to Granger, Indiana and check out some of the small businesses in or around the local area. Take care. Are you into custom cars? Here is something just for you. You can attend the Cars and Coffee that will be happening in downtown Elkhart, located at 110 South Main Street. And it will take place on the following dates. May 20th, June 3rd, July 15th, August 19th, September 16th, and October 21st from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. You can 
check out the cars while enjoying your favorite cup of coffee. And this is something that Occlusive Customs is bringing back this year. Hope you get a chance to enjoy and see some of the cars that will be hanging out in downtown in Elkhart from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. And once again, the dates for that will be May 20th, June 3rd, July 15th, August 19th, September 16th, and ending on October 21st. Take care. Calling all dog lovers. Here is something just for you. You can head over to Gosha, Indiana for Dog Apalooza, and that will take place at Oxbow County Park. And this is a free event that will take place on May 13th from 11 to 3 p.m. Some of the stuff they will be having is there will be a dog costume contest starting at 11.30 a.m. There will be some local dog clubs, prizes for dogs, dog yoga at 1 p.m. There will be an off-leash play area, DYI dog toys, a selfie station. You can get your dog's nails trips for $5. Hot Dog Eddie's will be featured there. There will be a police canine demonstration at 2 p.m. Also, you will be able to see Ben Pretzels. There will be some live music, as well as a Sniff Ari Trail. Hey Huey's Tacos will be there. I heard Hey Huey Tacos are really good. There will be Bandana Station, Kona Ice, there will be some local pet re- rescues, there will also be some vendors specifically for dog treats, there will be dog alleys and training and organizations as well, and many more that will take place at the Palooza in Oxbow County Park here in Goshen, Indiana. Hope you get a chance to head over to Oxbow County Park and be able to see the fun your dogs can have. Take care. Looking for something fun to do? Here's something just for you. You can head over to Wakarusa for their Wakarusa Maple Syrup Festival taking place on April 28th, 29th, and 30th. The hours will be Friday 11 to 9, Saturday will be 9 to 9, and finishing off on Sunday from 11 to 6. Hope you get a chance to enjoy some fun stuff in or around downtown Rockarusa. Take care and have a wonderful day. Looking for something fun to do? Here's something just for you. M. Spencer Boys present the third annual A Taste of Black Excellence pop-up shop and community fest. And this will take place on Saturday, June 3rd from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. And they are looking for vendors. And this will take place at Roosevelt Park, located at 215 East Indian Avenue here in Elkhart, Indiana. The vendor fee will be $55.00. If you bring your own ch- table and chairs, or $70 will include one table and two chairs. If you're interested in being a vendor, please inbox Ashley Spencer. You can also follow them on Facebook at Them Spencer Boys Sweet Lemonade for any and all upcoming events sponsored by them. Take care and have a wonderful day.
Is another encouragement from from finding joy. Title today is a new day. Today is a new day, a fresh start. Today is a new opportunity, a blank slate. Today is a new outlook, a spark of hope. Live with bravery. Live with kindness. Live with abundance. See the good. See the moments. See the potential. You are enough. You are powerful. You are brave. Gather your courage. Gather your strength. Gather your heart. You have this moment, this today. Live it with love. Live it with purpose. Live it with joy. And these are words by Rachel Marie Martin.
Take care and have a wonderful day. You broke it down and tired of living life on the merry-go-round. You can't find a fighter, but I see it in you, so we can walk it out.
Win or lose, we're teammates. Okay, that's what we're about. All right, now this is only gonna happen if we all work together. Now who's in?
Christianity 101. Hope you got a chance to embrace some of the positivity or a song that really caught your attention. Maybe you heard something about ways that you can empower young people more ways than you realize. Our young people are the key to the future. They are often the ones who get left behind because us adults don't take the time to get to know them. We put labels on them. We look at the parents and blame the parent for the way the child is. We can't always blame the parent. Like I said, you can be an excellent parent, guardian, sister, brother to a child, and still that child child still be turned out a negative person because of the people they hang with. We don't know the walks of life of the children that we meet every day, but sometimes we often as adults forget who they are. They are children. They are youth who need to know that they are loved, they're supported, they're appreciated by anyone around them. There's been a lot of discussion this week on my program specifically looking at youth involvement and hope, what that looks like, remembering young people who have made a difference in the lives of others. And it's a lot of times it's our young people that we need to draw attention to, that we need to think about. And as much as it says, our young people need us more than ever. There's a lot of negativity coming out ever since the shutdown of March of 2020. We have lost our minds. Everyone has lost it. <clears throat> lost it in a sense that where do we go from here? How do we get back what used to be? How do we get back to the golden days? <clears throat> a lot of us will say when we were kids, we did this and this. But now, the luxury is all these kids now, they have all the gadgets. They have everything. So they don't want to go outside most of the time. They're finding the bad crowds. And they're gaining more negativity because they don't, they didn't, they have no choice. They have all the social media that's really got to go and draw them. And for adults too. Sometimes, it's thinking about our life and how we need to be a better version of ourselves through all eternity, through all walks of life, through anything and everything we're going through. Maybe you yourself need to find ways to connect with somebody who's struggling. There's a lot of labels within our youth today, as well as adults, but I've been chiming in on our youth of today due to all the craziness happening within youth in the last few weeks who are victims of innocentness. They're innocent because somebody decided to take, decided to cause a casualty or mass shooting. In this case, 11 year was shot this week. Nothing is being said about it. We don't know what led to the event. No one's saying anything. That's harsh reality. People are not going to speak up. We have cho- youth who are protesting when they close the school because that's the only thing they know. <clears throat> but media has put their school as a number one. Has said this is a bad school, people are saying. But you don't know that though unless you go to that school. You can't based off of craziness happening and call that school particular a bad school, whatever it may be situations. A lot of times our youth are the ones who need us the most they need the support from us as adults whoever we're listening in on wherever is that you can make a difference in the life of a child but you may not know it several years down the line you may a child may come to you and realize 
until you thank you and you forgot who you are until that child has said something. Sometimes we just need to take a step back from life and really think about what's happening in the world around us. Maybe you yourself need a reality check. Need to really think about everyone around you and how you can make a difference in the life of a child. There's times where I purposely focus in on children. This is a week where I purposely focus in because our youth are being hurt. There's been a lot of missing youth. There's been a lot of shooting involving our youth in the last few weeks and years that is really taking a toll. <clears throat> They're making a difference, but we don't see it. So on today, remember, our youth will empower the future, but we gotta take the time to see the youth as important members of society just as who they are. It's not okay to put a youth down because you don't like him or her. But sometimes it's the parents that people don't like and they take it on the child. That has happened. But you may not like the child because you don't like the parents. That should not be the case. Let's take time to remember the children of the future and empower them. Throne today. Remember, you are brave, you are strong, you are smart, you are creative, you are a warrior. You are a child of God, and you can accomplish anything in this world. Take care, and enjoy the rest of your day.